Mickey and Dickie Ward, Pride and Soul, Lowell, Massachusetts. <laughs> No, I mean you're at the media dump. We're in the dump. Nothing comes back from the dump. We gotta drop the load! This is another episode of The Media Dump. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Sean Anderson, as well as Jake Fire. Welcome into his very first Media Dump. No cut-off introduction there from Fire, which is, a, I think, a first for a get-to-the-point nope, nope. type uh, episode. Pleasure, this pleasure is... to be here. I'm not going to do the hello, everybody. I say, oh. I'll save that for get-to-the-point. This is a different vibe. This is, you know, more astute, you know, getting getting a little astute, getting a little media, getting a little media perspective Big. on on life. The the big words get busted out in the media Let's dump. Go. So this is uh, the uh, if you haven't listened to the first episode, which we did a few weeks ago, the goal of these shows is to talk more about entertainment, things that we see in the media, as well as following along with various movies that we are watching. Today's episode, we are doing the very first Christian Bale movie of the series of Christian Bale films that we are going to be talking about, discussing. We watched Empire Under the Sun. We're going to hit on Empire that. of the Sun. First, under, Sean wrote Under the Sun. Thank you, Sean. Jesus. Good job for throwing me under the bus there, Sean. No words so well, far you should already have, on his you should phone. Have, you should have been. I don't know. You made it sound like we're, we're playing golf, man. Uh, welcome to the media dump. Uh, yeah. I'm oh, I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> open fired. the way that you wanted to. Uh, it's a more relaxed show, is it not? No, that's why. It's a more relaxed I, show. I, I, I don't know. Joe, I don't know if it's a more relaxed you show. You want me to come in screaming? You want me to come in screaming? I threw this out. Okay, I'm just saying. Show. I, threw out, I don't know. Eight minutes of last show. I threw out the. I threw out the. The last okay, eight minutes of last show, Joe, were were you just screaming at me? Okay, and you got pretty hostile with me uh, at the end of last. I don't show, even remember right? what were we arguing over. Uh, the movies that I hadn't seen. Oh, oh, that did piss me off. Okay, but I oh, right, so I want a a more somber tone with not somber, but this is a, a a conversational tone. This isn't a sports show. I'm not coming in like I'm a doing a radio intro. Yeah, but I, I came Golf in. Is closer I came to in with than, the with yeah. the with the astute word because I feel like I'm at a black tie co- or like cocktail it. party. <laughs> I, I I can't believe I got a black tie. I, I, I'm getting black tie on cocktail party. But this is a. Black tie cocktail you were party. Going with that, well, I wanted to open vibe. with before I was uh, accosted yeah, verbally. After your elegy, I was accosted verbally by Sean for apparently not following his open parameters that he likes to follow. I wanted to open today's show with talking about something in the media that we encountered this week that we wanted to bring up. Sean happened to pick a song, so why don't you uh, fill us in on that song or? Is it a song or an album? Yeah, I don't think Little Baby dropped an album. It's his album. It is an album. It's his album. Oh. That that it, it dropped like a month a month That's ago. That's what I thought. Two ago, I decided. Yeah, I decided to check it back. Uh, actually, check it out this time. I don't know why I didn't get on it. Um, when it did, I normally take a little bit of time. How much time do you normally take? Um, Little Baby's. Uh, I take a good amount of time actually. Like uh, Rod Wave's uh, second album, I took one a good song of per time day or um, less than that. Or, or his or his first. I thought, I thought I said you listened to an album. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Little Baby, my turn. One song. How long did you listen edition. to the album? I'm asking. No, multiple songs. I listened to the album. <laughs> so, okay, what, what Sean's saying, at Sean, I don't know if you do the same thing oh, that I do. Boy. If there's an album for a popular artist that I, or just an artist that I, I like, I will listen to that album. I think three or four times. I did that with Juice World. I'll just keep listening to it when I'm driving. 
just to kind of digest and, and see which songs I really like, which ones stand out to me. That kind of is that kind of what you do, Sean? Is it wrong? It, no, it just took me time to get to oh. it. I just waited oh, a while to, to eventually thought, get to it. Okay. Not that I'm okay. stopping it 30 seconds in and then, oh, I'll get the last two minutes later. No, no, no. <laughs> I just took I, I ingested it all very quickly. Uh. I just hit, I was late to the to the punch. I just normally am with these things. But uh, the album, uh, fantastic. I think Grace, the song, it, it should be up for song of the year. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, a lot of songs have just been immediately uh, added into my general uh rap and hip-hop playlist uh this is a um a great album i get the hype uh i'm in on the hype uh i i never really saw uh Lil baby as a true i don't know front man i thought he was always fantastic in features this album is really letting me know uh that he could do the thing fire what was the uh, the media that you uncovered even though it's not something that no, yeah is i know it's just something that really i've uncoverable. been you know, i'm a big i'm a big tv movie guy so like i like to like spend my time you know in that realm of the world. Anyways, have you guys seen Breaking Bad? Yes or no? This is just way off the bat. No. Sean? Oh, my no. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so right now I'm watching Better Call Saul, which is like a sequel to Breaking Bad. Yes. And it's just, it's fantastic. All across the board, it's like more like political. It's more, you know, more behind the scenes action. And not like, so Breaking Bad is mostly about like, do you guys know the, the premise of Breaking Bad? Yeah. Right, so like, yeah. you know, that's more of like cartel cooking meth and stuff like that. And this is still has that, but also has, you know, the behind the scenes lawyer thing, like a dirty lawyer. It's good. Good show. Quality. Highly suggest you guys watch it. It's on Netflix. So get after that, please. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to watch okay, it. Well, um, you know, the, why? The the media that I want to discuss, okay. I'm just gonna glaze past that yeah, fire. Past uh, the media show. that I want to discuss, uh, I, I like to try to spend like 30 minutes a day glaze. reading. Yes, gla- I think glaze is a good word for that. I like to spend glaze. Glaze is better. <laughs> hey, Joe Glazer, how about you get, get out with it? Come on now. You, can, you guys keep cutting me off every time I try to talk. So I like to try and read 30 minutes a day. I started a new book this week. Uh, The book that I started reading is 11 Rings by uh, Phil Jackson, the legendary coach of the Chicago Bulls and the New York Knicks, or no, played for the New York Knicks and the Los Angeles Lakers. So I started reading that incredible book so far. I'm about 100 pages deep these past few days. Really just interesting seeing that perspective, not from the players, but from a coach. And I think that if you know anything about basketball and about Phil Jackson, he has one of the most obscure coaching philosophies out of I think any professional coach because most coaches are like rah rah you know let's go kick the crap out of them let's go kill them but Phil Jackson's all kumbaya uh he likes to meditate with his team it's a lot about flow and dynamics when it comes to relationships instead of just saying we're gonna go punch this team in the mouth how about Joe coming and making us feel like a dick for watching movie and listening to what do you coming in with a book He's a Knicks fan. He wants to read about his former favorite coach. Okay, he didn't, we, he we didn't get coach it. the I, Knicks. So, oh, here we go. Sorry, I'm, oh man. Oh man. I had. I'm still the, yeah, me too. I, uh, I just, I just got a flashback to that Clippers sneak. Uh, we're not gonna. Anyways, that's fine. I'm not gonna go into that. But I'm saying you came in with the. This isn't a sports show. You came in with a book. But I'm allowed to switch teams if I want to. It's a good book. I think if you guys are looking for a book to read, it is a good book to read. Still want that? You still you'll want read, read a book, you but you're not going to watch a TV show. Yes, I'll still I'll still swap okay. that one with you if you want. You read a book, okay. but you won't watch a TV uh, show. All right. 
I, well, I watch TV shows too, Sean, but I don't want to watch. Bully him, bullying him for yeah, reading. I, uh, and you read it. I forget. And you read a sports book at that matter, bringing sports into the media dump. The, there was somebody know, on the right? URI football team. Why don't you read a book guy, that's mean? not sports related? Why don't you get out of your comfort zone? No, I want to learn something that pertains to my career. But there was somebody on the URI football team, I think my sophomore year, that was like adamant that it is like dorky to read. I forget who it was. Probably the majority of the remember, entire they were, football team. Yes. I, uh, are you, what do you – you forget who – I would forget who it was. I'm sure I, – I, I, Yeah, I blocked that out of my mind. I was like, what the – Dorky to There's read. There's probably only a select group I, I, of guys on the team that think it's not dorky to read. It's probably like a – it's probably a handful. Very minimal. And – most of the guys we played with. Prince doesn't think so. Yeah, Prince is very smart. John Antoine doesn't think Lorenzo. so. Lorenzo. Uh, Lorenzo doesn't think so. Yeah, most most guys have to read with their mouth open, kind of. Kind of <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> unpopular opinion from an unpopular player. Those always go well, don't yeah, they? <laughs> I piss everyone off. You know I do. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, well... um. To get to the, what do you, mean uh, you don't get it. What is there not to get? Joe, Joe's the unpopular player. Oh, or, or do you not get the mouth? Open I didn't get the mouth the open thing. The, on, the, on, on the team, it don't just like means you're like a mouth breather. <laughs> F you, Joe. I was a mouth. Uh, I was a mouth breather for a while before my surgery. So fuck you, Joe. <laughs> dick. Oh, there we go. I couldn't okay. breathe. What? I couldn't breathe through my what? nose, so I only breathed through my mouth for a long so period of time. I made a take about intelligence, and I get crapped on by fire. Well, because you're coming at the mouth breather community, and I was a part of that for over 18 years of my life. I, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that the uh, the, uh, the Were there meetings? Were there, what was there council? You know, the, like a Reddit page or something. No, I was just, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of, I was, hot room. I was kind of berated as a solo, as a solo mouth breather. I was kind of berated. Uh. You know, I never, I never forget the day after my surgery. You know, actually, there was momentarily after the surgery. My father drove me to uh, Chipotle. And that was the first time. I of could, course, he did. All right. So pre-surgery, my airflow through the nose is probably around twenty percent, fifteen, twenty percent, on a good day. In the winter, forget about it. Anyways, I have my nose. I can breathe through my nose. I can smell <laughs> things that are oh, it's amazing. I can airflow hundred percent. It's probably down to like eighty-five, ninety now, but it's still great. And I just huh, tasted magnificent. I couldn't even taste food as good back then. So you guys were living a different I, life. I, I can't believe that that was the interaction that just happened. I did, thank you, Fire. I'm it glad. went from literally we're here to not. Uh, we're, we're we're here to be bomb. Bomb. We're here to sound smart and be. Can we educated. talk about the movie, please? Yeah. Hell. I couldn't think of a funeral trope, uh, but I know you have one for the movie, Joe. Mm-hmm. Empire of the Sun. Christian Bale's. First premiere lead acting role. Um, he played Jim, um, another Jamie. Jamie. Star Jamie. Of note, yeah. uh, Jim and or Jamie. Yeah. Either or. I wasn't coming at you. Uh, I was just saying that he had two names. John Malkovich played uh, Basie, um, probably the next biggest lead actor uh, in the movie. And Ben Stiller was in it, which was for um, no reason. Dainty, one of the American soldiers. I guess it was also pretty early on in his career. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. Him being in the movie was, was like, like a sucker punch. There's that. Uh, there, he is. I, there we go. Is that Ben Stiller? 
He was like, he was like, really, he looked very like, run, like, he looked very run down in that too. I mean, I guess it was for yeah. his character, but still, I was like, yeah, if you're in a if you're in a POW camp, I, I don't know how good you're gonna look. Uh, but um, it was an internment camp. I personally yeah. definitely okay. Internment. There's a difference. Um, I didn't know that Bale started acting this young. I thought that he just started acting as a I don't know twenty year old, mid twenty year old with American Psycho. Uh, did either of you guys feel the same uh, watching this? And J- Jake, I know you had watched it previously yeah. before uh, seeing it this time, but um, th- did you know that was Christian Bale when you watched uh, it the first no, time? No, so my mom made me watch it the first time. I was like younger, and she watched the movie, and you know, I've, I've always enjoyed history, so she like was like, "Watch this movie." I was like, All right, "I'll watch it," and I really enjoyed it. And then so I, I thought nothing of Christian Bale. I just saw the you know the actor for who he was, and then you know watching it the second time around, I really was aware of his performance as a as a child actor especially yeah. and I thought he did a fin- fantastic job but that's we'll talk about that more later on but I thought he, was, he sold me he sold me so for, uh, for me yeah, I I had no idea I had nothing to I knew nothing of this film <clears throat> coming into it I, I didn't know a lick I had no clue what to expect reading the opening uh, captions uh, I was trying to piece it together and as the, that opening scene is slowly zooming in on a young Christian Bale, I'm thinking like, oh, oh, they got some child actor to show a, a young version of Christian Bale. He's going to be 20, like you said, Sean. And I'm slowly thinking, wow, that kid really looks like Christian Bale. <laughs> and it took me about five minutes to realize, oh, my God, that's Christian Bale. He's a child. This is not... This is not an adult Christian nope. Bale. This is literally the nope. first ever thing. <laughs> it's nineteen eighty nine, Joe. It's nineteen eighty nine. I was very still. thrown off. I, I was extremely thrown off. I for no context. I think that's fair, right? No, yeah. I mean, I, I you didn't have to do the digging. I, I did the digging when I was looking up his first film for my pitch for Christian Bale, and I, I saw that it was his first real lead role. Um, so I, I knew that was him going into it. But if you were just I, I, looking on, Joe, I, I couldn't fault you mm. if you didn't, you know, take the time to look out the look up the date of when the movie was made. Um, but aside from that, uh, fired just on the second. No, I didn't. Okay, uh, favorite mo- moments of the movie. Uh, I'll start with fire here because. Um, um so that my favorite moment of the entire movie is when those three Japanese pilots are getting, you know, are. The ceremony where they're finally like real pilots and they get to fly for the first time, and then they start yep. singing the Japanese national anthem, and you know a young young Jim is standing there at the at the barbed wire fence just watching them, and we all know how how fascinated he is with planes and being a pilot, and he starts singing the song that his choir sang at the beginning of the uh, at the movie, which is at, I looked into the song more. It's actually a Welsh poem about like a mom um, taking care of her son, and so he starts singing, and, he's, and it's sung in really? the the I forget what the accent is called, gay Gaelic or something like that. Yeah, Gaelic yeah. is uh, that Welsh Irish. Yeah, yeah that tongue. He starts, sure. So he sings and it's singing. That's why I couldn't make out the words because that's what it's in. And then it starts panning to all the different faces of all the different people that are in the camp to you know to. To Basie, to the you know the doctor, and to like the the Japanese sergeant that's running the camp, and everybody's so moved, and you know the Japanese, especially especially the part where the Japanese sergeant, 
He is so moved to the point where there's tears coming out of his eye because that guy's job is to just be a dick the whole movie, like, and to show like no emotion. And that scene is just very, very moving, very powerful. Got chills. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna piggyback off of I'm gonna piggyback off of yours uh, because I know Joe has a different one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene was the first scene, scene that really stood out to me when I was uh, watching, or when I came back and started rethinking about the movie. I thought that scene was just uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, Sergeant uh, Nagata, or um, yep. he was yeah, or yes. Nagata. He was uh, uh, just the the. It would have been moving regardless without going over him but to see him get choked up and start welling up at this uh young british child uh showing so much pride in the japanese air force uh that was that was pretty powerful stuff i also like the sun imagery i'm a i'm a like the big suns that they would show uh just visually that made me uh really happy while watching that's a that's a a, big and you obviously know this it's like a big japanese uh symbol to use yep yes but um uh, Joe, your um, but also your real favorite. quick, I, I share real quick piggybacking yeah, off your thing, yeah, Sean. I think the scene was so powerful because you know through all this war yeah. and all these all these people that are you know held against their will in, in a camp in a prison camp, it just show it just goes down to humanity and you know what I'm saying. I think that was just the the message. Right, they forget yep. who they are for everybody's a second. Like, what are we doing? And everybody's just in the moment. But right. go, Joe, favorite scene. Get after it. So first, please. Let's not use the word piggyback ever again. Let's just transition like normal people. Just, you guys both right, use Joe, it. Go ahead. Just, uh, piggy, uh, pig, piggyback off that comment. Go I, ahead. Yeah, I, I will do no such thing. Let's move on to the next segment now. Uh, what do you want to do? Hog back? Yeah. What do you want to do? Yo, hog back it. Hog tie? I don't know. Um, I share the same sentiments with those with those moments. I just got a kick out of the uh, the irony of the one scene in which Jim is crawling through the 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 very shallow murky water while a a soldier is searching through it and the americans that are in their dorm are sitting there seeing what's going on and instead of saying oh how how can we help him get out of this they all start taking bets on if he's going to survive <laughs> or not they don't care if he dies they're all sitting there trying to get action on if this kid lives or dies so i just got a kick out of the the american uh Characters were were very different than the British characters, and that was the very total different. epitomization yeah. of of how they were, and the irony in that situation where it's it's really intense, but you flip over to the opposite end of the scene, and they're over <laughs> there trying to make some money off of this kid dying or not. Imagine being the guy put, put <laughs> putting money on the kid getting shot in that. It wasn't money, yeah, Joe. It was, it was uh, a Time it, magazine uh, and two meals. Yeah, it was a watch. Cigarettes. It was a watch. Whatever they had. Yeah, I'll put a comb sorry, on Sorry, they were, they were betting whatever they could. <laughs> yes. Literally anything. Imagine being the guy saying, this kid's going to get shot, and I'm, I want this kid to get shot. Like, <laughs> that whole thing, that so, whole scene was so ironic. I, th- I thought it was cleverly done and, 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 and positioned together. And I, I, because you could have just had him doing that without any of that going on. But you decide to juxtapose the two things together, which just created this um, indirect humor. For sure, for sure. And I want to ask you, Joe, because you know Basie's a big part of that scene. Do you like Basie's character? Do you like Basie? Do you enjoy his character? Uh, I am a big John Malkovich fan, so I I like I, I liked him I love more than John I should Malkovich have. Too, but I'm just talking about yeah. Basie. He's obviously a huge piece of crap, but at the same time, he also comes and saves the day at the end. I, what do you mean? I, saves I mean the day? different. 
Well, no, he was fine. He doesn't save the day, but he ends up. He was fine in those. He finds he finds Jim in the very end of it. Jamie in the very end of it, and he helps him essentially get back. She was Jamie's friend. He was cutting the mango. He wasn't going to kill Jamie. I no, I I didn't say that he was. He saved him, but he found him when he was just wandering at that point, right? Well, he. It's not like he. he, Okay, he he could have possibly. He didn't save him, but he is the final person you see that helps him. We think helps him gets back to to England. If he didn't no, come and no, pick no, him no, up, you don't the, know that for, he was at the camp. No, 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 it was the no, troops. No, no. You're right. It is the up. troops. You're right. It, it was the troop. The American troops. Basie pulled up. I messed to that the up. Airfield and he had already. Yeah, gone. Had, you're right. Jim already walked I, back. I completely forgot. Jim said, "F you, dude. You left yeah, me when it was." I go completely time. forgot that those troops came up. That's my fault. But I, I mean, I'm a little bit indifferent. I think that at times he had some interest for helping Jim and sometimes he was being extremely selfish but if you're in that situation I think everybody loses their sense of direction to an extent and he was naturally kind of a dick so he's going to be a little bit more of a dick because he's in a tough spot like, I don't know if I'd say naturally he did give Jim uh, rice on the boat yeah to try to sell him he tried to sell him to a bunch fat. of Chinese people oh, he yes. tried to sell Jim yeah I didn't even pick. I didn't That's know they were trying to sell him. A Chinese man was picking through his mouth and trying to. Jim, to they were trying to figure Jim, out if they could get him. Jim for literally asked Frank why. I didn't even know. I didn't even know yeah, that. He oh, said, Jim, he says Jim to Frank, literally why, asked, yeah, why can't you, you sell, sell me? me? And he goes, you're all skin and bones, kid. And they couldn't <laughs> sell him. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Daisy he was sucks. just using he him sucks. the entire right. time. And then remember when he remember when he yeah. got in the truck to try to. Um, go to the camp. He was gonna leave. He was yeah. gonna leave Jim. Then he grabbed two other kids that he could use as his little guinea pigs. It it makes me think of the the tweets that were going around recently, where it was like the 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 film villain and the real villain. Basie is the real villain in the film, for sure, for sure. All right, now uh, now that we've gone to a more uh, negative approach, your least favorite uh, moments of the movie, uh, Joe. Why don't you start us off? I, I don't I don't mean to be that guy, but. <laughs> I don't think this film needed to be two and a half hours. And look, I have good reasoning. With films, I understand using various scenes to display imagery and reflect certain emotions without outwardly expressing them. But I just think that I can't name any off the top of my head, but just there were a number of scenes that I don't think really needed to be in there. I think the, the, not the lead up, but the, the, the overall getting to the camp was just way too long. And I'm not saying you have to cut scenes out, but I don't know if you needed all of that leading up to it. I don't know if you needed all of the stuff that was going on during the internment camps. I, I get it. You needed to tell the story. Did you need the jack off scene? Yes. You needed no, that? No, no. Okay. <laughs> but but, oh, but oh, my point is this could have been closer to two hours. <laughs> I, I, I think sometimes directors get a little bit too caught up in their work that they're in love with everything. It, they could have cut some stuff out. There were occasional points where I just thought it was a little slow. That's Spielberg. There wasn't though. enough. That, that, that's Spielberg's style. He runs on. Yeah. Have you seen same private I, Ryan? I, that's a long movie too. I, I understand that, but there's a great one. Certain ways to go about it. And I just didn't get that from, from this film. I just it's thought fair. there were parts that could have been removed from it. I get that. I watched The Five Bloods, Spike Lee's last movie, and it was uh, entirely too long. It was a good movie, um, but it was entirely too long. So I can get it if if you think a movie is too long, and if you're you're just sitting there, you're like, oh, this thing isn't over yet. You know, that starts to take away from the movie itself. So if that's how you operate, that's how you operate. I can operate mm-hmm. like that on some movies also. Fire, least favorite. Um, 
you know, I thought the 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 ending scene where where you know Jim's or Jamie's in the uh, <clears throat> the little find your kid center, wherever that is, and his parents are walking through, and they he finally they see him, and you know he's just in complete shock, you know, and that's that's fine to be in shock for for a moment or two, but I wish like he showed more emotion, like started like crying or just like got in there embraced them it was just like a he just closed his eyes and hugged her and that was it i wish it was a little more emotion but i understand what they were doing by the way that by the approach they went with i understand that aspect but me personally i would have liked that aspect and then further emotion mm-hmm. yeah i think that um I can get why you don't like it because they tried to play him as this stoic, uh, like I'm hardened. Yeah, no, um, I, yeah, a hardened. I mean, you look what he went sure. through. You're probably a little, a little more hardened. Um, I still like the scene. Um, that scene personally. What I uh, didn't like about this movie, um, first of all, uh, the golf shoes that he um, that he was wearing around, <laughs> they couldn't have been comfortable. I know when you, you got have traction. Golf shoes, I, I can't. No, they're uh, not. no, no, no! You don't need traction. You need to not have blisters getting infections on the back of your heels, which is what will happen if you wear, especially 1940s golf shoes with no socks. <laughs> so the kid somehow—I don't know how he didn't lose a foot from a a a, a foot infection uh, from those golf shoes. He was shoes in cahoots with the doctor. Bleed. So good. <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> also, um, I might—I may be a big dummy here, but for the first 45 minutes, I didn't know where we were. Uh, in the movie, I, I knew that we were in China. I didn't know who was friends with who and who were the good people and the bad people. Um, I, I, it was it was weird because I know in the preview it said, okay, they are going to do the whole strike when Pearl Harbor happens. I'm like, okay, Japanese, pre-Pearl Harbor, um, they're going to be the bad guys, which they ended up being the bad guys. But then they're also in China. Uh, that was pretty confusing to me. Um, I didn't know who was on what side. I didn't know China's stance in World War II or early World War II also. China always got uh, the crap know. kicked out of them by Japan. It's the in, in history, okay. Japan has always uh bullied them in a very negative very, very bad way. Like have you have you okay. heard of the, the rape of Nanking? Yes. I think is one of them. No. Yeah, like that's a, a very bad bad clear example. <laughs> Alright, okay. Thank you for clearing that up for me, Joe. Alright, um I don't think we need to go over your tropes, no. Joe. Um do we want to cover the one question that I put in, or we want to just give uh, Bale's performance a grade here? Um, why don't Why don't we give the grade and just talk about Bale's performance? Because I think that's the the bigger discussion point. Because right now, yep. listeners, if you haven't been following along, we're following a number of Bale's films throughout his career. So I, what I want to do, and I didn't write this in the doc, but this is me pitching it, is we'll break down the, his performance. And then talk about the difference between the previous film and the, and the film that we watched. So if we can notice okay. that difference between the two, if it's a step up, step down, you know, you name it. So this is the baseline. He's very young. What do we consider his performance in this? Are we? Um, I, I'd give it a, uh, and I'll get the. I'll let fire go next. Are we going a, a number scale? Are we going you know? General sentiments, uh, I think, is fun. Below average, yeah. average, good, great. Elite. Uh, I'd say this is a great performance by Bale, um, given the uh, the gravity of the movie and uh, the emotion that he was able to show. Obviously, you know, Spielberg, it's going to be a Spielberg movie, so some of the scenes are going to be a little more um, 
there's going to be a lot of hero shots. I thought there were. Um, but a lot of the hero shots are really good. Like when Bale was cheering on the uh, American pilots, bombing the hell out of everybody. Uh, that was really good. And I thought B-52 Bale, um, Cadillac really... in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he really uh, sunk, in, sunk his teeth into it. Uh, I thought it was a great performance by Bale. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give Bale, honestly, I'll give him an A-. minus. I, I, I loved it. Uh, he did a great job. We're just picking whatever grain scale we want, I guess. <laughs> Joe's going to give a smiley face. Did you give a number? <laughs> no. He, no, I said great. I, I was going on the average, good, great, I, below yeah, just general. I felt like I couldn't adequately average. get my um, opinion across without giving it a letter grade, so I just threw the A- minus out there. Anyways, That's fine. Okay. A- uh, is good. You know, for an actor that young to give a performance like that, you know, it make me buy in and believe, you know, the story he's trying to sell, you know, I think that deserves all all the praise right there. So, A-. minus. Uh, I'm going to give it a 45 out of 62. No, uh, my, my, uh, my sentiments, I, I agree with John here. That was your first funny joke ever, Joe. <laughs> oh, screw you. Oh, there we, oh now he's got to be Jackass. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I agree with Sean. I, I think that he had a great performance. He's a child actor. Child actors typically suck. They're typically horrible. Just awful. Not Tell good it at it is, Joe. At all. There's a reason why they typically don't have big roles. Christian Bale was perfect for this role. It's a lo- it's not easy being young and being in this situation and having to act. I think he did a good job. Uh, I think he overacted at times. Um, his reactions were a bit odd, but I think that for the situation, I, I, I kind of felt like he was definitely dove into the role. And the one thing I kind of noticed, I don't know if you guys noticed it, Christian Bale does this thing in his movies not all of them, but some of them, where he does this open mouth thing when, like, you can, like, when he's trying to p- portray a character thinking. Like fire breathing. Like fire breathing, apparently. Tread lightly. He, he, Tread and lightly. He, he was doing that in this movie, so I kind of got a kick out of that, uh, and I noticed it. Um, but in general, though, I think that this is a, a, an amazing base for a guy that has, a, has had a tremendous career. I'm not going to let you come with a mouth breather community, right, uh, Sean. You're not going to pass, all right? So <laughs> just, just wait. All right, everybody. Our next, Wait, our uh, next movie is Met. Is no. Metroland? Fire, you don't just get the uh, pick. Dicky and Mickey won. Pride and Soul of Low Massachusetts. Come on. We have a list. Fire. We you can't just. The fighter is I don't on want the list. Watch Metroland. Sixty four and Rotten Tomatoes. Too freaking bad. We're going through his career. I feel like we should. Metroland is, is nineteen ninety seven. Next is movie Metroland we'll is his about. next big major role. Answer the question. Answer the question. Did, is it his next you? major role? Is there what is the gap between child Christian Bale and man Christian Bale? Um, that is going to be ten years. Actually, it's it's seven years or eight years. So did but did he Empire of the Sun nineteen eighty seven? Did he do anything major in between the two? It's it not eighty nine. I know for a fact it's eighty nine. Don't make me do this to you. Whatever. Don't do make it. me do, do this it. To you. Do it. Do it. Release date, December 11th, Told 1987. You. It was released in Japan in 89. What did you say? I was talking about how it was released. You said 89. Yeah, it was released in Japan in 89. Okay. It was released in the U.S. End the show. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is so unproductive. Just end the show. Metroland next week, our next episode. Uh, if you want to follow along with the conversation, watch it. 
and we will be back with you then for another edition of The Media Dump.